This is Matt Greller, CEO of AIM. Welcome to the Hometown Innovations Podcast. Join us as we share ways our municipalities are positioning themselves for the future, thought-provoking interviews with state and local leaders, and more. Thanks for listening as we tell the municipal story. Welcome to this episode of AIM's Hometown Innovations Podcast. This is Chelsea Schneider, AIM Municipal Innovation Specialist, and today I am in the city of Gary with Mayor Karen Freeman Wilson. Um, just stopped by a great resource fair downstairs at the Genesis Convention Center. Mayor, you know, tell me about the great things going on in the city of Gary. Well, we're so, first and foremost, let me say, Chelsea, we are so glad to have you in Northwest Indiana. We know that you spent a lot of time here in your career and we're just excited to have you back. Um, you came on a perfect day. Of course, the weather was is great, but we're also having a senior summit, a senior health summit. And this is our first time having it. And it arose as a result of a letter that I got from one of our seniors that really made me sad because he talked about his dedication and commitment to the city and the fact that sometimes seniors feel forgotten. And that's the last thing that we want to happen. And they talked about some of the innovative measures that we use to capture data and to capture citizens' concerns and how it was difficult for them to navigate. And so we decided to create an event that was tailored to our senior population. And so not only are we dealing with health, but we are also making it uh, user-friendly and talking about making it user-friendly for them to navigate city services. And then the last thing that we're doing here is something that is certainly for all ages, and that is to start people to think about being an organ and tissue donor. Uh, and that is through our partner, The Gift of Hope. But one of the things that's little known is that the city of Gary has one of the highest concentrations of AARP members in the state. And so the AARP is one of our uh, consistent partners. They're hosting the event today, along with the Gift of Hope and so many of our local folk. So we're excited about it. The seniors have been buzzing. Of course, when you get them in the building, not only do they tell you about the things that are the subject of the day, but they make you aware of other things. So I think it's an all-around win. So that's one of the exciting things that's happening in Gary. The other thing that uh, I always like to tout is our work with both Bloomberg and the Knight Foundation. Not far from here at the um, uh, Art House, a social kitchen, is a public art installation that really took a building that was underutilized in the city of Gary and it installed uh, solar lanterns on the outside and so at the t at nighttime this place lights up and it creates a beautiful design but not only is the art contained outside of this uh, building but it's also in included inside so the bar is a piece of art the bookcases and room dividers the furniture in this building were all built uh, with 
young people and with other folks in the community, but it was under the direction of a world-renowned artist, Theaster Gates. And I'm so excited that on May 3rd, we will actually introduce the outside portion, which is also a piece of art, and it's the um, art installation on this lot that's right across from Art House. So that's exciting. Of course, our Rail Cats, our local baseball team, open on May 18th. And the great news with the Rail Cats is that this year we are also pre premiering a new restaurant. And this restaurant will go in the old Bennigan space, and everybody knows Bennigan's closed across the country about seven years ago. But now we have R&R Sports Bar and Grill that will not only provide food for the Railcats games, they will have a restaurant so if someone wants to stop in before enjoying the game, or uh, they will have special events and there will be a, a, an opportunity to have your event open onto the, that would be the right field of the uh, baseball stadium. So we are excited. The Railcats, again, are great partners to the city of Gary, and we are looking forward to them winning. I think the last thing that I would highlight, and, and there's so many other uh, things that are going on, artistic and otherwise, we have murals that are popping up all over the city. A mural, uh, of course, of our famous family, the Jacksons. and. You know, I think that I would tell your listeners to stay tuned because we are seeing a new interest of engagement by the younger Jacksons, which is really heartening because they were infants when they left the city of Gary. So the fact that they have come back and said, we want to be helpful, let's figure out what that looks like, and uh, they have made a number of trips here already. We I expect them to do some more. I've had meetings with them outside of the city. In fact, I met with Randy, I think that was uh, Monday night in LA. So stay tuned. But the uh, last thing that I would talk about is our utilization of data. We understand that when you have limited resources, you need to make sure that those resources are spent wisely. And that's why we have really looked to data to quantify what the challenges are, what the needs are, and how do we meet those needs. We want to use the data so that we can make the best decisions. As an example, when I w first got into office, and it's hard to believe it's been seven years, but seven years ago, there w was um, a rumor that we had 20,000 vacant and abandoned buildings. And then somebody said, no, 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 there are 12,000 vacant and abandoned buildings. I said, well, it's hard to really fix a problem or address it if you don't know the magnitude of it. And so we went about the business of counting every parcel in the city of Gary using a tool called the Local Data Survey that students from the University of Chicago found for us because it was made for Detroit, because they were having a similar problem. It's only that their problem was much larger. And so we had volunteers over the course of about two years to count parcels in the city of Gary to grade any structures that were on those parcels and to utilize 
this tool to plan what our demolition and deconstruction strategy would be, but also to plan the strategy to repurpose or reuse those buildings or those um, homes and to determine how to cluster our work so that one, you would make a, an appreciable difference in a neighborhood and two, it would be highly visible in terms of the work that we're doing. That's something that existing homeowners who have been great stewards of our property, of their properties, appreciate. And it's something that really does help us build momentum for the work that we're doing. You know, at the end of the day, people refer to cities like Gary and Cleveland and Flint and Akron and so many other cities that were built uh, and made great during the Industrial Revolution and and the, the reign of manufacturing as legacy cities. And we are, and that's because we've given a legacy to this country of, of having a solid financial foundation. At the same time, we all had share a history of struggling after that Industrial Re Revolution has ended. And I don't focus as much on the legacy city as I do on legacy citizens. Those who have remained here, who have invested in homes here, who have raised their families here, and who still believe in our ability to be a great city. And um, yesterday I had an opportunity to sit on a panel and everybody talks so much about the glory days, the good old days. And I say our job and our commitment to legacy residents is that we're going to create some great new days. That's great. I mean, when you see, you know, the city of Gary, you see the really cool, innovative relationships you guys have made with nonprofits sure. and other community stakeholders. I mean, what do you see, you know, the future of Gary, you know, short term, long term? What are your hopes? Well, I, I'm very hopeful. Um, you know, downtown is enjoying a renaissance with the art house being down here with uh, significant demolition having gone on in the corridor of 5th and 6th and Broadway and along the 5th Avenue corridor downtown. And then with the Knight Foundation helping us to begin work on the United Methodist Church, the City United Methodist, which has long been an eyesore, but we are now transforming into a public space, an amphitheater, and a ruin garden. So when you see those things going on, the uh, decay devils have now taken control of our old Union Station and they have a project going there. So all of that is happening in this quarter, but we see similar activities happening on the Lake Street quarter, which is the street that goes to our lakefront and to the beach. We see a similar activity that is anchored by the new Indiana University Northwest Performing Arts Building in the uh, Glen Park or University Park area. And then we see a lot of activity around our local hospital, which is in the Horseman, the historic Horseman District. And so what we've tried to do is leverage those anchor institutions, Indiana University Northwest, the, Indiana, um, the Methodist hospitals, the lakefront area. We have even an, um, anchored or uh, used the steel mill 
as an anchor for that downtown area, the Railcat Stadium. We are using those anchors to build around, to leverage the investment that others have been willing to make, to add investment of our own, and show, unless we not forget, probably the most valuable asset and, and greatest jewel is our airport. Uh, we see that growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, large, a lot of that growth is private traffic or corporate business or general aviation is what they refer to it in the industry. But we also are bringing online this summer a new customs facility, which will allow private folks, so Chelsea, you can jump in your private sure. plane and just uh, fly down to Jamaica and back and clear customs right here in Gary, Indiana. Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mayor. We appreciate it. You're so. more than welcome. Thank you for coming. And it's just an honor to be able to serve AIM and serve with all of my colleagues throughout the state because, you know, one thing that I know is that there are some phenomenal things going on in every city in the state of Indiana.